Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from me is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Hey, brother. Yeah. It'd be a brother, Savage O'Malley, man. O'Malley. O'Malley. <laughs> You're supposed to be here, too. No worries, man. Yeah. <laughs> you still on that island vibe, baby? You still feeling it? Yeah. It's, it's a vibe, dude. Oh, 100%, man. There's, island life is completely different. Just li- just any beach culture is just different. If you, if you go to a place... Where their whole life revolves around an ocean front, man. It's just a different, and I, I'm not even talking. You don't have to leave the United States. You, it's like entering a different world. Go to Santa Cruz, and just walk the streets sometime, mm-hmm. and tell me that the people aren't different there. It's just not a different vibe all the way around. If you go to Santa Cruz, go to Huntington Beach in Los Angeles, and just walk up and down that shore and look at the people, and tell me it's not a different vibe. So then, when you get on a plane and you go to an island that's isolated in the middle of the ocean and you land there it's a whole different animal man but it's beautiful they're so sweet they're so friendly the food is good the atmosphere is amazing and you literally just came back like what are we looking at now two weeks been two weeks since you were in hawaii uh, about the time this thing drops, we're going to be around uh, about a little bit, of, about a month. About a month since you've been in Hawaii, man. Well, welcome home, brother. So good to have you back. How was the trip, my friend? Man, it was really good. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, it, it, you know, me, me and uh, me and the lady friend uh-huh. went out there. Yeah. And um, Mom's went with you too, right? No, mom. No. Remember, mom. We, it was supposed to be me and Kim and mom, right? In March, and then Mercy got hurt, and we had oh, to have the surgery. That's right. That's so right. So mom went yeah, by yeah, herself. Yeah. So then when we went back in May, it that's was just right. me and Kim. That's right. Okay, got you. Got you. 
But we did stay with uh, the brada. The brada. Oh, <laughs> she's bra. Yeah. And uh, we and his wife Miranda and the boys. Yes. And uh, so it was really good, man. We, uh, you know, the cool thing about being in a relationship mm-hmm. is sometimes you do things that you probably wouldn't do by yourself. Right. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and, and and sometimes you could be like, ugh, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and sometimes you're just like, man, I'm glad this I is did amazing. That. I yeah. I probably would have never done this. Hundred percent. Yeah. And so one of the things that we did is we went. She was like, hey, I want to go to this botanical garden. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, like you know, I, I don't want to be like the no guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad we went because it was like when I think botanical garden, I think like. I've seen or been to like botanical gardens and like Sac and f- Frisco and you know they're just like little like they're just like gardens. Sure. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. The botanical garden in Hawaii that we went to, you had to walk drive through like a like a security like park gate, mm-hmm. like a you know like you're going to a national park almost. Yes. And that shit literally looked like I was in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's what the botanical garden was. It was like That's driving right. through. Yeah. It was like driving through the um, the Jurassic Park yeah. movie set. Oh, dude. When you get into that deep, lush jungle, I've got pictures. When my wife and I stayed on the big island and we made the drive to the volcano side and we hiked through these lush thick green jungles that were so just thick and uh, overgrown that it was like dark the sun almost couldn't get through and i was standing in front of these trees and these plants and that's exactly what i told my wife i said this is either uh, yeah dude it's so gorgeous water waterfalls yeah yeah i said this is either where they filmed jurassic park or where they filmed avatar because we stood in front of i have my so many pictures of me just standing in front of random plants going, look, this thing's going to eat me. You know, like it, it looked, dude, it's so insane that there are things that grow there that grow. No, you'll, you won't see anywhere else in the world, dude. And it's so beautiful, man. It's absolutely, but you're right, dude. It's so awesome when you get into a relationship and you travel and you start to do things that you wouldn't normally do. And then it's amazing. And you learn something and you realize how incredible it was and you would have missed out. My wife's a big hiker, man. I was never much into hiking, much into nature. All of a sudden now, my wife and I go on hikes and go for long walks all the time. And I find myself, oh, look at that stream. Look at that tree. Look at that bush over there. Look at that mountainside or that hillside. I never appreciated that shit until I met her. And I'm better for it, man. I'm 100% better for it. But yeah, man, Hawaii is gorgeous. Listen, I'm just going to play something for you. Lush would be the term I'd use for Hawaii. for you. Lush. Just in case you want to know yes. the type of relationship that her and I have. I do want to know the type. I'm curious now. What are you going to play? What do you got, dude? So unreal out here. So Jurassic. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to go. I was like, you pretend like you're looking at the scene. I'm going to play the Tyrannosaurus net noise, and then we're going to be breakout. But you're absolutely right. That jungle looks, it's right. And they probably filmed Jurassic Park oh, in Hawaii. Man. How crazy. It's so pretty out here. 
Oh, and we gotta fucking go. Yeah, absolutely. You do. Yeah, do you hear that? That's the that's the that's the uh, warning sign for get the fuck out of Dodge. She was like, really? I'm like, just do it. Do it. Dude, but I'm pretty sure they filmed Jurassic Park in Hawaii because nowhere else in the world. Well, I don't want to say nowhere else in the world, but there aren't many places in the world that look like you just stepped into a time machine into a prehistoric jungle. Hawaii is one of them. I mean, they filmed so many movies in Hawaii because it just can it can also pass for so many other places like when uh the rock did that movie the rundown they're supposed to be in brazil but they're not really in brazil they're in hawaii like and that happens all the time in movies they do that so more often than you think if they're in a lush jungle and they're supposed to be in peru or something they're probably in hawaii because it's just much cheaper to go to hawaii than it is to fly on the other side of the world like but yeah, man, um, sounds like you had an incredible time. Any crazy stories? Anything interesting you want to touch on or talk no, about? No, you know, we we did the, the botanical garden thing that I, you know, I would have probably never done. Yeah. Um, we we did, we went, we went to Hanama Bay. We did some snorkeling. Nice. Um, I'm going to snorkel for the first time in June when we go to, I've never done it in, uh, when we go to Mexico. Uh, it's, it's, it's just fun. Like, you know, you're just. Basically, just floating around with right. with a mask on and a tube, trying not to yeah, drown. Yeah. Looking at fish. amazingly beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just unreal. And uh, we went to uh, what else did we do? We ate too much good food. Oh, of course, that's you know? a, that's half of a vacation. <laughs> yeah, anytime yeah. you got to. Uh, and another thing that I did, which which I didn't really do, people that stick to their diet on vacation should be shot and killed. Like I, I'm just saying, man. I, I'm sorry. Don't don't even go there with me. I don't want to hear the word diet. Don't no 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 no. You're not counting calories today, my friend. Stop it. The um the other thing too is that I did a couple things with Kim that I would that I never really done before uh-huh. because my brother lives there. So when we there, we do the stuff that the locals do, the stuff that other people don't know about. So right. we actually did do some of the touristy stuff. Right. That you don't that normally do. Normally do. Like we, we went to uh, Leonard's Malasadas, which is like, I don't know if you know what Malasadas are, but I do not like world famous. Basically they're these Portuguese donuts that are like mm. stuffed with um, or filled. They've got, you know, guava, macadamia, and coconut. Savage, you had me at donuts. That's all you had to say, my friend. Oh my God, he's showing me a picture. You can't see this, but oh my God. And they're, they're yeah, I'm in. They're they're warm and they're it's they're 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 amazing. I'll they're, be getting on the phone and booking a ticket just for that alone, right there. They're a problem. Yeah, yeah. Good donuts usually are. I've never met a good donut that wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. it on my list right under yeah, so Diet Coke. Let me yeah. just. Just you wonder how the trip went? Okay. Picture of Kim, food, beer, wings, Kim, food, <laughs> beer. Right. Hey, priorities, my friend. Priorities, like, uh, right? That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense to um, me. Beer, food, Kim, that's fine. Yeah, amazing. That's all you need, baby. That's yeah. all you need. Well, welcome home, dude. I'm so glad you had an amazing time. Uh, I, I think it's great. You're, it's like you're killing two birds with one stone. You get out there, you see your brother. You see his kids, you know, and, and you get to spend time with your girl out there. Is that your first serious trip you and kim's first real serious like trip right yeah That's special too man. yeah so i was gonna say that i was gonna i was contemplating saying this on the show but fuck it yeah uh and i don't mean this in a bad way i really don't no no but you learn a lot about somebody when you travel with them. sure oh yeah you absolutely. know what i mean yeah 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 like you know spending time together where you live or 
in, in the in the neighborhoods you know what i mean but yeah, like yeah when yeah. you're traveling with somebody yes you see a different side of them not that it's good or bad just in general like traveling you learn you know yeah, it's kind of like living with someone for a week or however long you're gone. When you move in with somebody and live with somebody, you get a lot more details than you would just hanging out at the movie theater or at a restaurant. Right. Yeah, you start to learn something. Like, you got to live with somebody to really get to know them. And a trip is like a very short stint of living with someone. Right. But the, the first trip I took with my wife after we'd been dating not long, we went to Cabo. Uh, and that was my first time on an airplane, my first adult trip without my kids, first time in Mexico. So whenever anybody asks me, what what's your favorite trip? My wife, like, whenever we take another trip, she's like, where does this rank? And, and they always rank below that first one because there was just something so special about the first trip, just her and I together. The relationship was new, mm -hmm. exciting. Neither one of us had been to Mexico. So every time we go back to Mexico now, I'm trying to recapture that feeling and I never will. So uh, now I know it's not fair. So now when I grade a trip, I take that trip and I take it out of the equation. I, so where does this trip rank? Okay, compared to, you know, A, B, C, or D, it's it's number two or whatever. But I've removed the very first trip we've ever taken because that's just special on a whole nother level. Right. You can't match that. So you, that, that one's out of the equation, out of the picture now. And I rank the rest of the vacations we've ever taken since. So when we went to Florida versus when we went to Cancun versus when we went to Seattle, I just rank those trips because the first, you'll never, it's you're, we're never going to touch that first one right. ever, ever. It just won't happen. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm really looking forward to going to Cozumel. I don't normally travel in June. I know it's going to be hotter than Hades in Mexico. It's going to be insane. Uh, so we'll see. I'll, I'll have some stories to tell. When I get back, we're leaving June 20th. So uh, yeah, probably the maybe the next time we record, I'll have some, some uh, Mexico stories for everybody. So, you know, uh, I was thinking, man, I think I mentioned last week, when we did our uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 review, you talked about you wanted to see the movie um, with De Niro, about my father, right? Correct. So that came out Memorial Day weekend. There were three movies that were not sequels, reboots, or remakes that came out on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, two of them were helmed by comedians, one was helmed by an action star. All of them had the same amount of budget, about 20 million, but they were all original stories. And basically what they said is this Memorial Day weekend is going to gauge where movies go from here on out. How these movies succeed will kind of gauge whether theater, whether movie companies continue to invest in original stories, comedies, dramas, action films, or if they turn and, and just continue to sink money into the Marvel so the three movies were The Machine, starring Burt Kreischer, which The Machine is a routine from a stand-up comedy based on a true story that became very famous. It's one of those jokes he has to tell every time he does stand-up. Turned it into a movie. Mark Hamill plays his father in the movie. Burt Kreischer plays Arenas. He's in that comedy renaissance oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about. He's friends with Joe Rogan, plays Arenas. He's been pushing this movie like crazy. So that one dropped. About My Father Dropped, which has got Sebastian, I don't know how you say his last name, Manascalo. Very famous Italian comedian, also knows Joe Rogan, runs in that pack, does very well for himself in the comedy world. And he puts De Niro in there as his father, not to mention a, a lot of other cast members. That movie drops, and then a movie called Kandahar, starring um, 
Oh, geez. What's the guy's name from 300? Uh, the actor, the main guy from 300. I don't remember. Anyway, it's him. And Gerald. I, Ger, Gerard Butler. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad you remember my memories. Those three movies all dropped Memorial Day weekend. Uh, all had budgets of $20 million, which is very low in the movie world. I know to you and I, $20 million, Holy shit, $20 million. What'd they, what'd they do? They, what, what were they eating? You know, like, it's insane. Like, is there gold in the film? Like, but no, that's standard for a movie. That ain't shit, really. Marvel movies cost hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to make. Um, so the machine opened at five. Uh, About My Father opened somewhere in the three range. And the Kandahar with Gerard Butler was the one they thought would do the best, made a little over two. And they all cost $20 million to make. So your movies that topped the weekend, that this, unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, could be bad or could be good. Depends what kind of movies you like. So you had Fast X, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the Super Mario Brothers movie, the Little Mermaid remake. Uh, those were the movies that were crushing at the box office that that these movies couldn't get past or get over. So what they're basically saying is uh, if these movies don't continue, so those three movies I mentioned, if they don't, they got to do more than break even. If they don't make at least $30 million at box office, it's not going to bode well for comedies and original movies. We're going to continue to just see reboots, remakes, uh, sequels. Uh, we may run out of we may not get original movies. And you and I are going to talk about a movie that we both watched uh, starring Tom Hanks called The Man Called Otto, which is an original movie that isn't a sequel, a reboot, or a remake. We're going to talk about that. And I love, you and I, people who listen to this podcast know how much we love Marvel. We love sci-fi. We love sequels, reboots, and remakes. I, I enjoy those films. But I don't want to see original movies die either. Like, I want new ideas, fresh takes, fresh scripts you know i want there to be another clerks i want there to be another pulp fiction somewhere down the line like not sequels to those but those movies were original and different and my fear is if we don't start people we don't get people's asses back into theaters for those kind of movies and not just the reboots the remakes and the sequels we're not going to get those movies anymore it's going to be like maybe streaming and like a television show or something like that but we may not get those kind of movies anymore and uh, for me, that that worries me, man, because I didn't make it to the theater to see a man called Otto. I wanted to. I tried. I got busy. My wife and I had plans to. I am making it a point because I do like going to the movies. I'm making it a point to go see more dramas and more original films. I watched the uh, the Fablements, the new Steven Spielberg movie, and I went and watched The Whale, which I really enjoyed with Brendan Fraser. I'm trying to go out and support those kinds of films because if we want more movies like that, mm-hmm. we got to support. Or they, they're not the movie. If the movie companies don't see dollar signs, they, they ain't gonna make them. And uh, you know, they, and, and the dollar signs they got to get are asses in the seats in the theaters. Because once it goes to streaming, yes, it does make some money, but it's not the same. You know how musicians don't get paid off streaming. Well, the movies don't. The movie companies don't make the kind of money they make when it streams versus when it's in the theater that's where they get their dollars and so yeah man that's my biggest fear that memorial day weekend was a big prover that people aren't willing to go out and shell out their hard-earned money unless it's little mermaid or you know fast 10 Uh or the guardians you know or mario 
I don't know, man. I don't know where we go, but um, that's kind. I figured that'd be kind of a nice segue because uh, a man called Otto is now on Netflix. That's right. where you and I saw it. Uh, I don't know what its numbers were for box office. Well, I can tell you this: like the other thing too is is these original movies. You're a man named Otto's. Your other things like that. They are like streaming like a month later. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if a movie and. It, the shittier a movie does, the faster it goes to where you can buy it or rent it online, and then it goes to streaming. I think that um, Shazam 2, I don't think it was two weeks before they were like, guess what's coming to Apple movies? Like It was like, please go watch it, because nobody, if it tanks, it goes quick. That's the sign now. And then, yeah, it's on HBO. Shazam is now on HBO Max. It's been on HBO Max for a while. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, I think it's called. Yeah, if a movie tanks, they that's the faster they got to put it because they're going to recoup a little bit of their money that way. When it streams, you get you do get some money back. But what happened was Matt Damon told the story that now that people don't buy physical copies of movies, he said a movie would get like two premieres. It would get its theatrical premiere. Maybe it didn't do so great. But the, the, the company knew that when it came out on hard copy, they could make that money back easily because people who wouldn't go to the theater might say, oh, $15.99 while I'm getting eggs at Walmart. I like that actor. I'll check it out. Fuck it. Or they'll, you know, blockbusters were buying them. Pay-per-view was buying them. Like however you did your movies, Redbox was buying them. The movie could take on a life of its own in video and make all its money back and turn a profit. A lot of movies did that. They talked, The Chronicles of Riddick with Vin Diesel was a perfect example of that. Like that movie did just okay at the box office but it got a life of its own on video and people fell in love with it. And then next thing you know, they're making Riddick sequels because it did, you know, made a hundred million on DVDs or something like that. Something insane like that. And we don't have that anymore. So their theaters really aren't willing to roll the dice if there's no way to recoup and they, they've lost the way to recoup now. And uh, that's a, could be a problem, man. Cause I, I do like, I, I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't love Marvel and love Star Wars and you know love Indiana Jones and all these things, The Flash, all these things that are coming down the pipe. I'm excited for, but I also want to see some original ideas, something that isn't based on a comic book coming out. You, you have to understand, like, and maybe not like a man called Otto, but like, that's where John Wick started. Yeah, that John Wick I said is the is the most original movie in 20 years. Like, it's the first. And, and it, it became a franchise, but yeah. it wasn't a franchise. But it didn't do necessarily very well at all in the theaters. No, but the DVD. Same kind of thing. It yeah. took off on the DVD and then became a cult classic. Yeah, because did you see that one in the theater? The first one? No, me either. I was like, ah, Keanu Reeves. All right, let's pop it in. And then I was like, holy shit, mind blown. That movie was amazing. And it was because of DVD. Right. Same thing for me uh, was the Denzel Washington one. I didn't go to the theater Equalizer. to see the first Equalizer. I watched it on DVD and then went, holy shit. And then we, we, we went and saw the second one in the theater. Like, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it, there. That doesn't happen anymore. It's unfortunate, but that's not happening anymore. So the answer to your question regarding a man called Otto is that it grossed 112 million. Good, good. That's good. That's Tom Hanks. 64.3 million in the U.S. and Canada, 48.3 in other territories. Worldwide total, 112.6. Tom Hanks, America's dad, baby. I wonder what it cost to make. I'm sure they made money back. That looked like it had a low budget. It didn't look like it. Uh, 
you know, that whole movie takes place pretty much in his little apartment. For the most part, they don't really go anywhere in that movie. It's all in those little condos where they where they live and stay. And, and, and I, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I watched A Man Called Otto. This is different. So when we did Guardians of the Galaxy, you had watched Guardians of the Galaxy the night before. So I watched A Man Called Otto last night. So it's really fresh in my brain about 50 million to make so they made they made profit that's great we need more original movies like that to happen the problem is not every original movie is going to star tom hanks sometimes it's going to star burt kreischer or sebastian Maniscalco, and we still need you to go out and support those ones too that's the problem tom's you and i've talked about it he doesn't get his flowers i don't think enough is people talk about denzel pacino de niro Hanks is right there. I, I I think he's the goat, and I don't I don't think he gets mentioned enough. I was thinking about this on the way here. Why is that? Because he plays like nice guys, you know. He you're not going to see him uh, be the 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 smart ass wisecracking cop who's kicking ass and taking names, or he's not going to play a superhero, or he's not going to play in a sci-fi you know action movie. He's he's you know big and he's splash and he's you know what was the one with the dog i love that movie uh the one where he's the cop with the dog like he's got the turner and hooch like he's those kind of movies but those don't those aren't the kind of movie like people think of scarface you know and godfather Uh and and uh you know denzel and glory like but man he's he's forrest gump dude he's he's uh saving private ryan dude like uh he's castaway man he's he's a legend He, he is absolute goat and I love this movie. I love the fact that's his. You know that was his actual son that played the younger version of himself when he's flashing back. Uh-huh. That was his son, which I thought was really cool too. So, man, I I really enjoyed this movie. The thing I love about this movie most is it's uh, it shows you that if you cast a movie right, it can have kind of a played out story and still be phenomenal. Because this is a story we've seen done in so many movies grumpy old man just wants to be left alone doesn't feel like he's got anything left to live for and then all of a sudden something comes into his life and opens his eyes and makes him realize that life is worth living and it's not time to shut down it's a story that's been done but they cast this movie so perfectly and it's so well acted and not just tom hanks i wish i had the cast in front of me i don't but his all his neighbors and his asshole co-workers and the people that he bumps into when he goes to the grocery store like the, the entire cast does their thing in this movie and i love the new neighbors that move in that befriend him as like their grandfather the kids the wife they're so excellent dude it elevates the story the cast elevates what could have been just another played out sappy movie and turned it in for me it's a great movie because they use everything in this movie they use kids they use a cat you know, they, they, they do all the kind of tropes to try to get the heartstrings, but never once was I like, oh man, I've seen that a million times because it's so well done. You can take a tired story and if you do it right, it works. And for me, A Man Called Otto, that's what this was. The cast was phenomenal. Uh, my wife was tearing up watching it on the couch. Uh, Hanks is so good. This is the first, I don't think he's ever played the grumpy old man yet. I think he's just getting into that stage of his career. But he's so fucking good in it. And I love the young lady who was the mom of the girls and befriends him, the neighbor. They move in across the street. 
Her name's Mariana Trevino. She played Mattersall. Yeah, she was so good, man. I, I, I just thought. And the neighbor, the one neighbor who's always power walking. <laughs> I just loved that guy so much. And then the other neighbor, the bitchy lady with the little dog and her husband that's out flexing his crotch and always trying to work out going up and down the stairs. And he's like, tell your husband to put his crotch away. You know, nobody wants to see that. Like, I just, I loved the story. It's, it's, it's really just a story about a man coming to terms with who he is and where he is in his life and what's happened in his past and realizing that there are still things to value and love and live for. And his neighbors help him realize that. Uh, and I just thought it was sweet. I thought it was funny. I thought it was touching. And uh, man, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. What, what did you think, man? Uh, so here's the thing. I initially wanted to... So first of all, uh, if you didn't already pick... Bill didn't really spoil too much, but spoiler alert i'm gonna yes i'm gonna rip the, i'm go. gonna rip the door off this do it boy um i initially saw this trailer and i was like man that looks good yeah this looks like grump tom hanks paying a grumpy old man who nobody likes he's like right you know he just right he's cantankerous yes word Bing. yeah uh <laughs> plus one He's cantankerous and old and grouchy and grumpy. And everyone in the neighborhood is just like, oh, this fucking guy. Right. That's how the trailer made it look. And right. I was like, man, that looks like it. And then, and then in the trailer, you know, you see him kind of uh, turn the corner. And then uh, maybe he learns a little bit about, you know, having something to live for. Right. That's what the trailer made it look like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some thing. When you watch the movie. So I'm going to tell you this. Yes. Like. This shit was so much darker than I thought it was oh, gonna be. Yeah. It was insanely darker. Yeah. So again, like I said, spoiler alert, pretty much the first 70% of the movie is Tom Hanks trying to kill himself. Yes. Oh, when you put it on Netflix, the first thing it said is parents cautioned strong images of someone attempting to commit suicide. And I looked at my wife, what? What are we watching here? What the fuck? No, no, no. This is a grumpy. This is a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, yeah. What's the suicide shit? And I'm like, all right, well, here we go. And sure enough, man, he, he's buying rope to hang himself right out the gate. Like, and and, and and let me just tell you this. It was insanely darker than I thought it was going to be from Agreed. the trailer that I saw. That yeah. I oh, yeah. They didn't play that up in the trailer because I don't think people would have gone to watch it. This yeah. movie was fantastic. I agree. It was absolutely like... As far as a movie like this could be, it was as close to as perfect as I think you can get. It was great. Yeah. It was the casting was great. The 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 way that the story played out. Yeah. Right. And in 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 one of my favorite things is about this movie is it's something that I try to always keep a keep in mind of, right? I don't know your story. Right. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've been through. And I don't know why you do what you do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and you learn in this story why Otto is the way he is. 100%. And how he had everything. He was, you know, he graduated college. He, you know, he basically found his wife because she dropped her book. Yeah. And he chased her down and at the train station. chased her down station. and got on the wrong train just yeah. to give it back to her. Didn't even have enough money to pay for his ticket. Like when he got on the wrong train and they called him on it. Yeah. And then they have this magical kind of love story that they're doing little flashbacks, right? Very similar to Guardians 3, right? So when Rocket is dying, 
He's flashing back. We're getting moments throughout the movie of what made him Rocket and why he is the way he is. Like I said, the thing about this movie is we've seen this done before. Like, so every time Tom Hanks, especially when he tries to kill himself, he starts to flash back and we start to learn how he met his wife, what happened, why they don't have kids, uh, why she was in a wheelchair. You start to learn all these little things, but then something snaps him out of it and he doesn't end up committing suicide. Um, whether it be a neighbor coming to the door or someone falling or something happening. But yeah, you get these brief flashbacks throughout and you don't learn the complete story until the very end. And it's like I said, we've seen that done in lots of movies. We've seen the grumpy old man story, but you're right. What makes it different is the suicide aspect. Very different. But like I said, it doesn't matter that we've seen it because they elevated it. It's better than any of those other ones you've seen because it's Tom Hanks and an incredible cast surrounding him. And 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 I don't want and I hope that you see this. Please right? watch I hope it. that you watch this. It's on Netflix. And, Most of you got it. And, yeah. and, I, and I'm not going to ruin this part, but one of the things that happens is that he runs into somebody who his wife helped and his wife he he's the re she's the reason why he's where at, he's where he's at yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah. She, and she's a teacher and she changed his life and i'll leave and, it at yeah that. and leave it at yeah, that yeah and on this journey Otto starts to see all of these little things like that that even though she's not here yeah she's still here that was really, if you think about the movie, that's Otto's turning point. That's the first person, because he hates that kid, because he's delivering newspapers and throwing them. It's ads for the real estate company that's trying to buy out their condos. So he hates the fact that this kid's doing this. So he stops him and immediately learns that that's one of three jobs that the kids had. So he's like, oh, he's got respect for the kid right out the gate for that. Then he learns that he knew his wife as a teacher and she changed his life. And something's right there. He's like more friendly to the kid and having a conversation. It's the first person that he wasn't like, you're, uh, you're an idiot. You know, like he thinks everybody's stupid and wasting his time. Like there's really, it's really a big turning point in the movie for him. Cause up until that point, I felt like he'd kind of been tolerating the other neighbors and helping, but, but begrudgingly when that kid stops him and says that you see a light bulb go off in his head and hanks is so good he's just like oh shit like wow and then he talks to him different and his mannerisms towards him change and it's uh it's beautiful man it really was a, a i dude at the end of it i was sitting in my living room and i clapped i clapped when the movie ended man because i just like we need more movies like that we need people to support movies like this it can't always be explosions and cgi and poop jokes and and you know we need the balance we need a man called auto and we need guardians of the galaxy 3 we need more a man called auto like i want more of that like people got to support it though like and i'm glad to hear that this one made money we need more to make and, money and i think you know the thing is and i don't know how this is going to work because i think that the the um the process in which entertainment like that is yeah. being is constantly changing yes and my hope is that just because something doesn't kill in the movie theaters yeah because it's not iron man 5 or it's not 
you know, the next Thor or the next Avengers or the right. next Superman or the next Jason Bourne or the next John Wick or something. You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. just massive where you know you're going to pull in 300 million just because of the name. Sure. Is that just because you don't pull that kind of numbers, that doesn't mean you're not going to get huge streams and you're not going to get huge followership because it's not in the theater yeah yeah no it's it there's and, and the beautiful thing like those three i mentioned all had 20 million dollar budgets 20 million is enough is not anything we just need some people to come out to bump those they need to have more than five million over a holiday weekend you know that was a three-day weekend and the machine made five million we needed that to be 10 or 11 and we know that they would have been tracking fine in the next few weeks to make back their money and probably a little bit of a profit. Tom Hanks has made, it cost 50 million to make. Probably a good chunk of that was Hanks's salary probably. Um, but I mean, so 50 million and they made a hundred million. That's fine. That movie's a success. You know, those Marvel movies got to make 300 million and, and it, dude, the rocks, the, the black Adam made 380 or something like that. And it was still considered a failure because it cost 500 million to make. So they're going like, all right, yeah, once it streams, we'll get this, this, and this. But they look at that theatrical number. So the beauty of movies like A Man Called Otto, they don't cost that much to make. So it's not like we need people to come out in droves like they would to a blockbuster. We just need some folks to go <laughs> like, and I get it. Hey, we talked about last week, the girl who orders DoorDash because it's just way too people out there. Way too people -y. There are people that feel that way that are like, thank God for Netflix and streaming and Apple movies. I don't ever have to leave my house to go to a movie theater ever again. There are people that aren't like you and I, that don't give a fuck about the movie theater experience, that just don't care. They're like, look, I paid a lot of money for that big screen and for my surround sound system. Why the fuck would I go to a movie theater? Like, no, it's not going to happen. And we might have to deal with that. But hopefully, if these kind of movies, you know, don't cost as much to make, we'll get enough. Like, you know, the machine, you know, is still going. So... It could make that 20 million back. It might just crawl to the finish line instead of busting through it. Like if it made 5 million its opening weekend and then makes, if, if it can hold on and make another five, cut as a word of mouth, and then maybe make three and then maybe make two and then maybe make one and then just slowly, it might get there. But, but yeah, so the machine made 4.9 million over the three day weekend, 5.8 over the four day estimate. Okay. About my father made 4.2 mil over the three day. 5.2 four-day estimates. So okay. They both cleared 5 mil. That's holiday weekend. Okay. Kandahar only made 2.5 million. I gotta be honest. I'd never even heard of that until I read that article about it. I don't even know what that... I just know it's an action movie and it's Gerard Butler. I had never even... They didn't market that one very well. Because I've seen tons of ads for About My Father and The Machine. But I have... Kandahar, I couldn't tell you even what the hell that is. Like, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah. So, if they made that... That was the, the holiday weekend. They pulled their five or whatever. There's this weekend still. That was last week. This is this weekend. They can pull another three or four again. Like, if those people that went and saw it, then that word of mouth still works. If the those five million dollars that they made, if those people were like, that was funny, yo, go check it out, go check it out. They could pull another four or five this weekend, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's not out of the realm. It ain't over for them. It's just tough. It's tough. Meanwhile, over uh, Memorial Day, Little Mermaid pulled in 95 million. Yeah. Oh, the, the biggest movie so far this year, the one that I didn't think people were going to give a shit about, is that Super Mario Brothers movie. 
that movie is got a license to print that Jack Black that peaches 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 I love you it's everywhere dude and that movie is it's killing I think it's the biggest money maker of 2023 so well far. then 6.2 million over the three day and it's been out forever 8.3 million over the four day estimate putting it at a uh, cool 560 million is that domestic or is that worldwide says i don't know okay yeah i'm just curious but yeah that that's that's so far right now that's the movie to beat this year i think flash will do it but uh we're gonna see but uh you know that just goes to show you the power of video games people been waiting on a good mario movie because we got that one with john leguizamo in the late 80s early 90s they just critics bashed it people hated it so they've been waiting for a Mario Brothers movie for forever that they liked, and apparently this one did the trick, man. I, I had zero interest in watching it, but uh, man, I I see a lot of dads. I think where they're making their money is little kids today still love Mario, but you and I played Mario, you know, right. like you know, so right. you got dads and moms taking their kids and going like, oh man, I played this, and look, there's Bowser, and oh yeah, I like that too, and you know. It's uh and, and peaches. And peaches, peaches, peaches. Jack, and Jack Black's great, man. I love Jack Black so much. But nostalgia is a motherfucker, man. You make a lot of money off nostalgia. Like it's the reason why people keep going out to Star Wars and Fast Ten and Jurassic Parks. Because it's yeah, I grew up on that shit. I'm gonna go watch it. Hell yeah, Indiana Jones. Indy's 80. Sure, he's jumping from that horse to that car. Sure, he's still kicking ass and cracking that whip at 80. No, he's not. But you know what? I'm gonna go watch it. Because it's fucking, um, I grew up on it, you know, and that's, there's money in nostalgia. It's huge. We just need to record this podcast for another 30 years and eventually people are going to be like, oh man, I grew up on that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start making money, Savage. We just got to wait. We're going to hold out. We're going to get there. Uh, we only need three more decades. That's right. I don't know if we'll live to see it, but there's going to be a point where it's like, oh, my dad told me about this podcast. <laughs> My dad, KO, told me all about this podcast. I want to go back and check it out. You know. I love my dad, Dakotist. Yeah. He used to tell me about the 209 till infinities. The Cyclone once mentioned this 209 till infinity, and now I'm going to go back and check it out. We're going to have this resurgence, and we're not going to be around to see it. I it's found this be... 209 till infinity shirt in my dad's old clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I searched it on Spotify. That's right. <laughs> There's 10 seasons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, man, that's going to be incredible. I'm sorry we won't be there to witness it. But boy, oh, boy, that's exciting to know it's going to happen. I like it. Very exciting. Yeah, man. So Man Called Auto uh, was beautiful. Uh, and I'm not kidding you when I say I clapped at the end of it. I, re I really did, man. I I, I just, it, it was heartwarming. And it made me feel good. And uh, and, it's just, and it was, it was you know, it was, it was, it was just different than what we watch most of the time. And I appreciate that. In, and, in the... In the um, in the same vein as Guardians of the Galaxy, mm -hmm. it me saying that it was the origin story that I didn't know I needed. Right, A Man Called Otto is the story that I didn't know I needed either. Yeah, yeah. Which is what you would what you should want from a movie. Yes, to be surprised. If if you think I always say you know a movie's good. If you're talking about it and thinking about it the next day, two days, a week later, if it sticks with you, that's what the whale did. I kept thinking about the whale. Like I couldn't get it out of my mind. Like there were scenes in that movie where he was 
just eating himself to death. And it was so hard to watch, but it was so powerful. And he had some moments with his daughter, heartbreaking moments with his daughter that a week later, I was still thinking about that movie. And A Man Called Otto will be the same way. I'll, you know, here we are. I just watched it last night and we're talking about it. So clearly I'm thinking about it now. But next week, I'll still, when I tell somebody at my office, hey, did you see A Man Called Otto? Yo, support that movie. Go check that out. It was really good and and let's give tom hanks his flowers he's the goat uh he's got great kids clearly because his son truman plays the younger version of himself in this movie i thought he was great uh his son colin hanks is in one of my favorite movies of all time with jack black orange county i love orange county and colin directed the uh which I've still never seen, but he directed the biography of the rise and fall of Tower Records because, you know, the Hankses right. are from that area. They're, Tom went to Sac State, and loves the Oakland A's and, uh, you know, local. So he made that documentary, which I still got to watch. I want to watch it. I just got to figure out where to watch it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the one, uh, there's always the black sheep. Then there's Chet, Chet Hanks, who's the rapper with the, Tats and poses with guns in his you know, in in his pits to grab, but you know there's always one. But you know every family's got them. But uh, I think he goes by like Chet Hanks with an X. <laughs> I think that's what he. I could Hanks be wrong. X. Yeah, with an X. But but uh, Tom Tom's a, a legend. He's a goat, and I would put him right there with Denzel, De Niro, and not even bad an eye. If you're like. Tom, Tom Hanks. He's top 10, for sure. Tom Hanks is one of those guys that we are... Like, like you just talked about. Like, he's... Alright. Shout it up, Greaves. Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck me, huh? Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks is one of those guys like you just kind of reiterated to, like... There's all these guys that are just like... We, we consider legends... And, you know, you talked about giving flowers, but like, I, I, it's, it's impossible to be like, like, he's, he's so important to the history of film cinema yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. film, right? Like there's, there's hundreds of famous guys, right? Yeah. Tom Cruise, very famous. Yep. Yep. Tom Cruise can't hold a candle to Tom Hanks. Agreed. Yeah. You yeah. I mean? Other than action, doing just, his but own just, stunts. But just in general, like yeah, yeah, overall, yeah. you know, your overall thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, how many movies has Mark Wahlberg been in? I love Mark Wahlberg, yes. right? But yeah, yeah. no, these guys are nothing compared to the 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 the, the important like the importance of the roles that he's played. It's very rare that somebody stays relevant for as many decades. You think about like I think his first big introduction into film was bachelor party and that was probably like 84 i don't know somewhere 84 85 like would be my guess it might have been splash splash might have been before that i don't know but the guy's been relevant since the mid to early 80s and never fallen off the radar and i think uh he's given us more good movies than he's done garbage movies like every me megastar has got their trash movies it's gonna happen he did a movie called joe versus the volcano that's god awful but uh him and meg ryan but i mean when you think about like what he's done when you think about forrest gump you know when you think about big 
when you think about Castaway, you know, when you think about Saving Private Ryan, when you think about the one where he's trapped in the airport, not enough people talk about, directed by Steven Spielberg, The Terminal, the one where there's a coup in his country and he's not allowed to mm-hmm. leave the airport. That fucking movie is so good, dude. It's so good. And Castaway, every time I watch it, I just sit there and I go, you know, a movie's good when you go, oh my God, what would I do in that situation? What would I do? The whole time I'm like, I'd be dead. I don't eat fish. I'm not handy. And I'm not much of a camper. I would probably die on that island, but I watch it and I just go, oh my God, dude, it's so good, man. It's so good. And he's just, I'm not even scratching the surface of the movies the guy's done. Like, I let's. what about the burbs? So corny, but I love that movie. Money Pit? With him and Shelley Long, where they buy the house and they try to fix it up, and like let me let me just talk about real quick the because he's got this insane catalog, right? Yeah, yeah. Just some of the movies that are important, right? To the the to pantheon, the, the of pantheon film. of film, yeah, yeah. The storytelling of the country, things like that, right? yeah, yeah. We just talked about a man called Otto, right? Right. Obviously, Toy Story. Oh, right. Four of those. Woody. Yeah. Sully. Oh, dude. I never saw that, but I heard it was excellent. Yeah. Did you see it? No. I haven't either. Uh, Let's see. What else? What about Captain Phillips? Did you see that one? The true story about the the guys that take over the, the pirates to take over the boat. I didn't see that one either. I heard that was excellent, too. All right, those are two that are on my list. I bet they're on Netflix. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, the Mr. Mr. Rogers Rogers story. Yes. Right? Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. Oh, he's done a few of those. books that became, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, how about Sleepless in Seattle? Classic. Yeah. Rom-com. Right? Green Mile. Oh, dude, I just watched that for the first time a few months ago. That movie is so good. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. Castaway. Yes. Terminal. Yep. Forrest Gump. Yep. One of my favorites, Road to Perdition. Oh, yes. Forgot about that one. Yeah. You've got mail. That's right. Dave, the young Dave Chappelle's in that. I don't know if people remember yeah. that. He's got a cameo. Catch me if you can. Oh, dude, I love that one. With That's Liam and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's so good. Apollo 13. Oh, shit. That's right. A movie before his time, Philadelphia. Oh, dude. Denzel. That's the two goats on the screen together. That movie, I own that physical copy. I love that movie. Splash. Yep. The Burbs. Yep. Big. Yep. Turner and Hooch. Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. Right? That's just... Yeah, 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 I know. it's, It's insane, dude. I love Big. I, I, I think his acting and that, like people don't give him enough credit for that, but the way he embodies, he's supposed to be a little kid who's grown into a full man's body, but he still acts like a little kid. He does that so well. It's, he's so good at it, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, give the man his flowers, dude, while he's still here. Let's not wait till we're in doing an in memoriam after he's passed. Like the dude is an absolute legend. And his wife can rap. I don't know about Chet Hanks with an X, <laughs> but Rita was busting out some naughty by nature and she was slaying it, slaying it. So respect there. He got himself a real one. He got himself a ride uh, yeah, or die. Yeah, man. That's where, uh, that's where, that's where Tom Hanks went into the next level. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, I get it now. I get you now, Tom. Yeah. I'd, I'd be down for her too. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So yeah, man, man called auto is incredible. Tom Hanks is an absolute legend. 
please, if you got Netflix, watch this movie, man, because it, it, it's it's you're going to feel good afterwards. Like and that and you're going to think about it and you're going to take something with you into your own life. And I think that's what the best movies do. They inspire you and change you a little bit. And I truly believe this movie does that on a small part, on a small level is awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now I got to watch Sully and Captain Phillips and A Good Day in the Neighborhood. I have not watched that one either. Like, Le- League of Their Own. Oh, dude, that's on Netflix right now. It's so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. We, we did our baseball. That was in your, that made your uh, top five baseball movies. Polar Express. Oh, dude. Yep. Saw that one in the theater with my kids. Classic. Holiday classic. Has he done any other Christmas movies? I think that might be his only one. I'm trying to think. Is Hanks in any other holiday films? I think that's it. I think that's the only one. But that's a good one. Yeah, that one gets in every year, especially when my kids were little. <laughs> the Toy Story short, Partysaurus Rex. Oh, shit. That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, Woody will forever. He'll, that will live forever, man. Those com- those cartoons don't go nowhere. Oh, man. Bridge of Spies. Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever seen that one either. Flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen that one. Okay. Charlie Wilson's War, too, is another one that I've never seen that's on Netflix right now. And I keep coming across it saying, I'm going to watch that. And I haven't yet. Uh, you know, the one of them, I don't think it's on Netflix. It's on Peacock is the Woody Harrelson one where he, he's the basketball coach, the coaches, the uh, kids with down syndrome. Mm-hmm. That's on Peacock right now. And I told, I told my wife, yo, we, as soon what, as I, one that we talked about, uh, that, well, that we saw the trailer for. Yeah. Yeah. And never got to the theater. Another one. I didn't get to the theater. I tried. If, I, if you don't get there in two weeks, it's, you it's might gone. miss it. And it didn't do well. It did not do well, but I'm going to watch. I love Woody Harrelson. So, and you know, they just redid uh white man can't jump on. They made a white man can't jump movie on, on uh, Hulu mm-hmm. with Jack Harlow, a rapper. And I don't know who plays the Wesley Snipes role, but I just can't bring myself to watch it. I've heard it's terrible. I thought the trailer looked decent, but I'm like, God, dude, that is such a classic. Like, so there's some movies you just don't touch, man. And, uh, for me, that was like, I remember watching White Man Can't Jump and immediately having to go play basketball up at Bryson Drive. Or like, let's get the cars out and turn the lights on and go shoot up at the junior high. Like, so for me, it's hard to watch. But now that I got Woody in uh, in that other movie, I think it's called The Champions or The Champs or something like that. But I, yeah, I'm going to watch that, dude. I'm like, I'm like con- incredibly excited to check that one out. Are you sure you're not talking about Party Saurus Rex? Yeah, that's that's a little lower on my watch list, but it's it's there. It's it's, it's it. I'll tell you this: Party Sorks Rex is above whatever fucking number Clifford we're at right now. I definitely don't know where we're at in the Clifford franchise at this point, but I uh, I'm more excited for Party Source Rex than that. Well, but, I got bad news for you. Bro. Yeah, what 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 is the bad news? Well, Clifford twenty seven. It, it dropped into the multiverse. Oh, the Cliffyverse. Yeah, <laughs> and they go after Party Source Rex. Oh shit. Damn it, Rex, watch your back. That Clifford's a son of a bitch, man. He is a son of a biscuit eater. A son of a biscuit eater, boy. But yeah, man, so just, um, you know, I love movies. I always have. You know, we've talked about on the show, my first passion is, is music. It will always be my first and foremost passion followed closely by movies and then probably sports after that but mm-hmm. uh man i love movies i love going to the movies uh i'm so i'm excited for what's coming down the pipe this summer in the, in the theater and i'm excited to see some original stuff happening and i just hope people go out and support it like we talked about man because I'm, I'm down for that and uh and watch auto did you see auto what's your favorite tom hanks movie we could probably just do a tom hanks draft 
That would be tough, man. I, yo, that would be tough. Dude. Hey, bro, Joe versus the volcano, where round you, one. Where you're taking him first? Yeah, that's your top pick, huh? Yeah, he's a under. He's a not underrated. Man. Yeah, you. <laughs> can't tell if you're serious or not <laughs> i don't know only time will tell only time will tell we do a dude you know what the other draft and i think we talked about this before another one now he's passed unfortunately who's a goat dude but you know robin williams if we were to do a robin williams movie draft dude oh shit robin's another one classic after classic like he's got a full clip of just insane movies dude when you talk about mrs doubtfire jumanji hook Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poet Society. Uh, uh, what's the one with Pacino, dude? I mean, the list just goes on and on, dude. The guy's catalog is insane. It sucks that him and Hanks never made a movie together. That would have been incredible. I don't know what kind of movie that would have been, but it would have been insane to get those two in a movie together. It would have been unbelievable, dude. But yeah, man, if we were to do a Robin Williams movie draft or a Hanks movie draft, that would be tough, man, like tough. I know we talked about doing a comedian movie draft. We never, a uh, comedian draft too. We never got to that either. But, uh, mm-hmm. Things have been insane, man. How are we doing on time? Are we ready to get up out of here? We are ready to get up out of here. All right. So uh, to cl- in closing, Man Called Auto, what did you think about it? Did you watch it? Have you seen it? Are you going to watch it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Let us know. Also, what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? What We'd love to hear from you on that. Also, how do you feel about the state of uh, uh, original films, smaller budgeted movies, maybe dramas, comedies, things that aren't getting enough shine? Should they get more shine? Should they be pushed to the side? What do you think? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love your feedback. We'll bring it up in a future episode. We'll talk about it. Give us content because this ain't easy, my friends. (laughs) I know we make it look easy, but sometimes it's tough to come up with stuff to talk about. So we love you guys for helping us. Is that true? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Luckily, we go three weeks in between, so usually shit goes down between then and there. Well, we figured out life life happens, but also as a good friend and friend of the show, Jeff Goldblum, once said, life Mm. always finds a way. Yes, it does. Yes, sir. So, in the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we'll see you in the 209. See ya. Let's go to the movies. All right.